The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Welcome to Real Estate Milestones, where we explore fascinating topics in commercial real estate with knowledgeable industry experts. I'm your host, Ben Malik, and I'm a young real estate professional who is passionate about adding value to people's lives through the incredible power of real estate. My goal is to help you discover what the heck is going on in the industry and how you can get involved. This is Real Estate Milestones, where your future in real estate lies just around the corner. Hello, everyone. This is Ben coming to you from Potomac, Maryland. Today, we got Mike Strug talking to, talking to us from New Jersey. And Mike, I'm super honored to have Mike on here today because he's one of my first mentors in real estate and um, I guess in my career journey in, in all and um, has been a real inspiration to me in, in everything I do. And he's been a really great friend. He also is a alumni of Tulane, which is um, obviously lovely school. And he's the founder of the Young Real Estate Professionals of New York. And um, I think the best person to tell you more would be himself. So, Mike, can you tell us your story and tell us about a few, a few of your milestones? Yeah, well, I'm from, I'm a native Texan. I'm from Houston. And I, 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 as you mentioned, I went to Tulane and I love deep roots in New Orleans. And my, my parents and twin brother went to Tulane. A lot, a lot of family went to Tulane. Um, and I started in commercial real estate uh, about a year or so after going to being in college. And I was a math and economics major in college. I wasn't your traditional business school student. I got into the finance world. I got, I got a job in commercial real estate and just fell in love with the industry. Um, I started with Prudential back in Houston and, um, and then kind of bounced around a little bit for the first three or four years in Houston, um, worked, worked in brokerage worked in research, analytics, finance. And it was great because I got a little taste of different things when I was young and different aspects of commercial real estate. And just just completely fell in love with the industry. Eventually, I, I moved up, I got married, moved up to, to the New York area, went to Columbia Business School and continued in commercial real estate up here. And uh, and one the, the milestone is when I started you know, after I graduated business school in 2001, I started this group, Young Real Estate Professionals of New York. I just thought there really wasn't networking back then as much as it is today. There wasn't even Facebook. There wasn't even anything. And I said, Let, let's, get, let's get people together at a pub, a restaurant in New York in commercial real estate so we can all meet each other. And sure enough, 20 years later, we're still having events in person. Actually, during the, during the pandemic, I mean, we've had, we had virtual we're trying to get back into it now. And it, it's been, that's probably when, and now we're at 20 years, 20 year anniversary of the group. And it's been a great way for people in New Jersey and New York to meet each other in person, um, do deals together, help find, help each other find jobs, get to know one each other all across the commercial real estate industry. So, um, and I've been in the New York area, New Jersey area for about 20 years um, working in the industry and it's been fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. And um, I can attest to YREP being an awesome organization. And I think we'll talk a little bit about that in a, in a few minutes. But um, first, Mike has one of the most unique, I think, aspects on commercial real estate, given him having seen 
the, the industry from so many different lenses and positions in, um, yeah, across the industry. So um, I wanted to see if you could tell us a little bit about some of the different um, perspectives you've gotten from being in different locations in the industry and kind of, yeah, like, like what you've learned from that. Well, what's, what's great about the industry for is a couple of things. Um, I, I've done different things in, in, in the industry. I've been in acquisitions, asset management, um, commercial mortgage brokerage, which now is called capital markets advisory, um, research analyst, analytics. I mean, but for a while, I was a lender, originator and underwriter. And even though I've done, and it's interesting because I talked to a lot of college kids and sometimes they're focused or almost too focused on, on, I need to be in acquisitions at 22, or I need to be appraiser, or I need to be this at this at 22. And after going through my career, my advice is it probably doesn't matter as much. The, the common theme for me through all my jobs is commercial real estate properties. A couple of jobs were office and industrial. Right now I'm looking at BlackRock, at all the, all the property types, some some companies that I just did, a couple property types. But that my, my main thing is deal flow. I always wanted to see deals, whether it was in acquisitions or lending or analytics or whatever. And I think I think that that's a key thing. I think um, a key takeaway from this is just go, go to places where you can be active doing deals because that, that will help you pivot to your next job and next job. And I was able, when I moved jobs, I was able to tell employers, um, well, I know how to size up a deal. I know how to analyze a, a deal. Whether it's from the acquisition side or lending side or brokerage side, it didn't matter. The main theme was commercial real estate. And what it was also great about commercial real estate is that it's a local game. It's a national game. I mean, real estate is Montgomery County, Maryland, or New Orleans, or Williamsburg, Brooklyn. But it's also East Coast. It's West Coast. It's America. It's global. And when you interview for jobs, you could pick what you want to do. I've always, I'm Texan, I'm in New York. I've always wanted to focus on national. I just love LA and Seattle and Houston and Dallas. And I love focusing on national real estate. So that's my thing. But you can make a living on just um, Orlando, Florida or, or Metairie, Louisiana as well. So it's, you know, it, your career is just going to, I mean, it's great to set goals, and I'm a big goal setter in life in general. It's great to set goals, but to also know it's okay to pivot because when you start working at 22 or 23 or 24 or 25, you're gonna your your career is gonna take off on its own. You're gonna hear about a new industry or a pandemic's gonna happen or something's gonna happen, and you just have to just keep it rolling, you know? Yeah, definitely, and I, I like what you said about you know, looking at national real estate. And cause I thought it's really cool at this age to see a you know, variety of different things. It's like, if I only see one market, maybe I'll start extrapolating things about real estate, but this could only be about this one market. And I think it's cool to see different deals from different places and kind of, you know, immerse yourself into different things. Cause I think you just at this age when I'm trying to learn so much, it's a, it's a good way to, to learn exactly. a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and and it's all fun. I mean, I mean, my first three or four years, I was just looking at Houston, Houston real estate, and that was great too because I had Galleria market, then in North Houston, then the Woodlands, and then Spring, and then and then Clear Lake area and Sugarland, and even one city could could you could be diverse and all that, and uh, so national even more so. But yeah, it, it's there's a lot of things out there in the in the industry, a lot of ways to go, and um, there's no one correct way, there's no incorrect way. It just it's just your path, basically, and it's gonna it's gonna happen over time. Yeah, that's really good advice. So I guess we should say not to stress too much about the the nitty gritty details, but um, 
yeah, I guess just, you know, if you want to be in real estate, find, find someone in real estate and uh, that should be a, a good way forward. And so I guess this kind of ties yeah. in that um, Mike happens to be one of the best networkers that I've ever met. And uh, that might be how we met originally, but, um, but definitely a lot of my inspiration to network and even ultimately to start this and it's kind of this podcast is in a, in a way is networking for me. But um, yeah, I guess I wanted to ask him a little bit or Mike, if you could share a little bit about the importance of networking and some of the things you do um, to, I guess, just as you network and uh, yeah, if you could just elaborate a little bit on that, it'd be great. I think there's a lot of insight you can provide. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to network. I mean, in-person networking is great. I know we're having our issues now with the pandemic. In-person networking, I've always enjoyed. You really meet someone, exchange cards, or nowadays you can just exchange LinkedIn, you know, on the, the QR code, whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, it's always great to expand your network because for deals, for future jobs. And I think, I think um, like I've talked to students, for example, um, I've talked to a lot of college students and, I always tell them if you're a sophomore, you should talk to all the juniors and seniors because they're they're having internships that you want next year. If you're a senior, you should talk to the, the 2021 grads, um, the, the last year's graduate, the year before, because they're the ones who who know they're the ones who recently been to the job hunt. So you always want to talk to people older than you, but also younger too, because if you're a senior, you talk to sophomores because when you're 27 and they're 25, you're 32 and they're 30, it doesn't matter anymore. So you always want to network within your school and of course alums of your school because the way I network and I find a common theme or common bond, it could be your school, my school, it could be friends and family, someone I know. Um, I love when, when someone posts that I always congratulate someone if they have a new job or a promotion. And I like to see who else congratulates them. Not just like it, but congratulate. Because then I, that I, that means I immediately have a common bond with that guy. I did it today. Someone got a promotion. I congratulated the person. Someone else did. I saw his profile. I said, oh, I'd love to connect with you. Um, I see you, you congratulated Joe. I'll make it Joe as well. And that boom. So I find that common bond. I think that helps a long way. And try to, I try to set up a call with that person, you know, with people too. I try to try to get to know someone if you can. Um, and then another thing I'd say, try to keep organized. I mean, I love LinkedIn. I use it a lot. I also, you could export your contacts to Excel, to a CSV file, then to Excel. And I do that. I keep my Excel on, on this computer. I have another screen here and my, my, my network. I throw everything on Excel. And then I, like if I talk to someone, if I meet someone, I put, he's in acquisitions or lending or New York or maybe investment banker and then i can edit find and search it quickly too so i try to keep organized with my network as well yeah that's really awesome advice and uh, i I've, I've been using excel for i guess two years to keep my contacts organized but i just switched to a crm because i felt like it's kind of hard to program mm -hmm. like the follow-ups and like remember what i'm what i need to do and like it, i think it provides more context and more organization and like i'm always trying to optimize my organization so um yeah, Excel definitely is a great start. It's really easy, but I think if you find a CRM that works, and I used to use HubSpot because it's there's a free free version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, what's the thing? There's a lot of new things out there. Again, every generation. Oh yeah, no, I mean, uh, again, I, I just love I, I define it, and it kind of works. But you're right, anything that works for you. Some some people a notebook works, <laughs> a notebook or a pad works. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, <laughs> and it's all and the thing it's it's all it's all positive. Whoever helps um, is great, and. Uh, yeah, I just make it, you know, 
I also sometimes I, I a, a college student will will let's say he's a junior and he gets an internship and he stops networking. And I always kind of I think that's so funny. Why, why would you stop? Because that's when you start networking. Because just for the future, I mean, why not just meet other people, meet alums? It's not just about it's not just about your your twenty year old job. It's about your twenty two year old job, a twenty eight year old job, a thirty four. You always want to keep networking. Um, so I think that that's a key thing. Never stop. Yeah. And I think it's even more than that. It's not just about your next job, next job. It's about the deals in every aspect. So like, I'm trying to keep networking because like maybe my first job when I'm expected to just be an analyst, I could already be originating deals or, or something. Like, you know, why not go above and beyond? And I think that, you know, it all comes down to your network being your net worth and um, that kind of idea of, you know, I guess, especially in real estate, it being a lot about connections. So yeah, yeah, it's also it's also it's also about learning. Like, like I expand my network too, just to learn. I, I I spoke to I met someone who does maybe uh, he's an intermediary and he's an incredible job. It was just great learning about what he what their company does. And it, you know, um, I, I spoke to someone a week ago that at some private equity real estate firm, and you know, you hear the private equity a lot, which is great. I you know, and I, I wanted to say I asked him, you know, I asked him. What do you do? And what does your firm do exactly? You know, what are you acquiring? And it was great. I learned so much from that call and someone who I met just on LinkedIn. So you can learn so much from talking to people, meeting people. It's incredible. Yeah, that's an amazing point because that's honestly my main inspiration for networking. I guess I started two years ago. I was like, wow, I, I like finance, I like business. But I have no idea what I want to do. Like, I know, I kind of knew about real estate, but like, really, like, I entirely came down this road by just reaching out to anyone who would take, take my phone call. And I guess Mike was one of those people along my journey once I started realizing real estate was pretty cool. And then, I mean, like the rest is history, I guess. I, I learned the most from right. talking to people because at this age, anyone who's been in the industry has more experience than you and can teach you so much. And I think, I mean, you can learn from people of all ages, but just that mere fact right. of, you know, being in that position where you eventually want to be somewhere where, you know, I guess beyond where you are in the, in, in the industry and, uh, you know, you can just hear how people did that, did that and what they're doing and find your interests, find connections. Just, it's just, yeah, it's always great to learn, especially. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing I'd mention is, I mean, it's probably something, I guess kind of has to do a little bit with Tulane where I feel like Tulane's very, um, I guess it's a smaller school. So I feel like people, the alumni are very helpful and I guess they probably get less solicitation maybe because, um, you know, the, the entire network's a little smaller, but um, I feel like they're very helpful in that, um, you know, people are, you shouldn't be too afraid to, you know, reach out to someone because a lot of people are there to help. And like, they remember being in your position, and especially with, like what Mike said, if they're one or two years older than you, it's very likely that they reach out to someone one or two years older than them, help them. And they're hoping to pass, pass on the goodwill. And this is an experience yeah, I've definitely yeah, had and Mike's yeah. familiar with as well. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone I talk to says they had the best alumni network. Every, every time I talk to a student, at different and, and they're all right because it's, your your because your alumni network is your best network because yeah. it's your common theme. So and it's important for every generation, every gener- every everyone to get, always give back. It, it's it's a circle. Um, it, it, you know, with Tulane, my, my my alma mater, your school, your school. I mean, it's it's great. There's so many Tulane alums who give back. It's incredible, and they want to and they want to give back because you want to keep that going and keep that positive, um, you know, help you know for each other. In, in careers mm-hmm. definitely and i guess um going off that a little bit uh, i'm starting a networking group with two other tulanians 
um, Joe Sulo and Christian McClure. Um, it's called Real Estate and Private Capital Network. And it'll be, um, it'll be, I guess, for Tulane students and for people in person in New Orleans to meet up at restaurants and at bars or, you know, wherever to have some casual networking where they can, you know, meet each other, network, learn, um, and also, I guess, you know, exchange information, maybe do deals. And yeah, just, uh, I guess, a cool networking group. Um, there'll also be an aspect online where there'll be some speakers who will come in from around the country, which hopefully Mike will be there. He's been the, the first the first on the list of prospective speakers. So sure he yeah, will. So looking forward it, to it. Yeah, yeah definitely. And if I'm in New Orleans, I'll, if I'm in New Orleans, I'll, I'll come to the event as well. Definitely. Yeah, that would be super, super exciting. And I guess um, that's kind of a transition to talking about what Mike did, I guess, 20 years ago, which is seems to ha have started something sl somewhat similar to what, what we're visioning. But um, yeah, he started YREP. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you could tell us a little bit more about YREP and um, I guess even tell us maybe a little bit about the, the mentorship program, that'd be super awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I started this group 20 years ago with some, some other people and uh, really to have an in-person networking event in Manhattan that was free to go to. I mean, you know, we don't just know like, we don't have dues or, dues or anything like that. And uh, we've kept it going once a month. We usually have it. The key thing for us, we have it on an off night, Tuesday, Wednesday, where the, the establishments, the restaurants in New York, they want our business on Tuesday, Wednesday night. Um, you know, where they, they're busy on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but not on Tuesday, Wednesday, or even Monday. So we've been having it at places and we have anywhere from 80 to about 140 people come per event, owner operators, lenders, developers, brokers, architects, engineers, financial planners, attorney, you name it. You don't even have to be in commercial real estate to come. Um, and it's been a great way to meet people in a casual setting. And um, it's been great. And I mean, over the years, um, as I've gotten older and, and it, you know, you know, when pe people graduate from, from this college, they start coming to events. So there's always people, new people every year coming to the events. Um, what started during the pandemic, though, we started a workshop, which is totally different than the group, but it, it's under the same banner where we're helping college kids learn about co commercial real estate careers, where people who I've met at the events, they're giving advice to college kids about networking, about what to do at their job, about how to how to land an interview, how to, you know, how to, you know, find that find their career path. So uh, we started this. This is I think we're on our fourth workshop now, really for people in the group to get back to college kids to help them learn about careers in commercial real estate. Uh, we will, you know, so we're on it. Yeah, and that's been great too. Yeah, and I'll also vouch for that, that um, it's been one of the most helpful things for me because as I, you know, knew I liked commercial real estate, but I'm not as much of an idea as the, of the jobs within um, going to the workshop and hearing from some of the professionals that Mike brought on and interviewed was super helpful. And actually a couple of them, a couple of them are mentors to me nowadays, um, you know, and so that's, it's been a great program and I've learned a lot. Yeah, hey, hey, mm-hmm. Well, that, and that's a great thing you mentioned. That's great because that's a key thing. Definitely get to know, like, have several mentors. And just in general, people should always have more than more than one. Just five people, ten people they can look up for, look at, look for for advice. Because everyone has their own opinion. I have my own opinion about commercial real estate careers, and someone else may have a different opinion than someone else. And and um, what, what was helpful for me too um, were my professors 
very helpful for me in my career, not just in Tulane, but at Columbia Business School. The professors were great, and um, career services were great for me. They helped me so much, giving me advice. I, I mean, so it's almost like a five-pronged approach. You know, you, you talk to career services and your professors and your classmates, talking to friends and family, talking to alums, you know, talking, you know, finding jobs on LinkedIn, and then same thing with networking. You want to network with all those people too. Um, and, you know, it's, it, uh, and, and it just, just, you know, daily effort and it all works out. Yeah. I really like that. Cause I think you never know where, you know, the, the $2,000 contact is, is going to be, or the, you know, the, the person who helps you find the, you know, the job exactly that you want. But I think it's really cool if you just, no matter who, like friends and family, people you're networking with, people you just meet. Just tell them what you want or what you want or what you're looking for or what you're interested in. And you just never know how that's going to play out. Maybe they'll introduce you to someone who could teach you more, or maybe they can introduce someone who is looking for some to hire someone in the exact position you're looking for. I just think the more people you tell what you want, the, the more likely you'll, you'll, you'll be able to achieve that soon, as soon as possible. Yeah. Good point. You know, always tell people your goals, you know, like, and this is an example about a job, but like I hear about job openings all the time. And um, it, and then one time, it was a 24-year-old who I knew. He said, Mike, I'm looking around. Did you, do you know anything? I said, yes. Yesterday, I heard about a job opening. And he was, and long story short, he got the job. Um, and the, the thing that he did was smart was that he let me know that he was looking. He had a, he had a great job. But he was looking for something else. And he let people know. He said, look, if you hear anything, some, some people, you know, it's, it's, and that was smart of him just to tell his mentors, I am looking for something. If you find anything, you carry it, you let me know. And, and, you know, I said to tell, I tell students or anyone, any professional, do just tell people if you're looking around or if you can quietly at least, or just always seek advice from different people because people want to help out and, and, um, they'll go, they'll go to the back for you too. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I've seen that a lot in my experience so far. So definitely great advice. And I guess so. Um, I wanted to ask you a few questions about how throwing an event for for YREP, just so I can learn some, or Joe and Kristen and I can learn a little bit about, um, you know, what makes a killer event and how you, you know, make sure people enjoy it and have a good time. So I guess if you give us a couple pieces of advice about, you know, how do you make sure it's an enjoyable experience for for anyone, at, like or the people who attend, and then if you have any advice for following up and you know creating a good, you know, I guess experience overall, uh, we'd love to hear. I think any, I think any networking event, any organization, the best thing is is um, first of all, have a place that's not too loud. I mean, I think it sounds so funny for your generation, but you don't want a place where you can't hear anyone. I can't tell you how many times I've had I've hosted an event. I'll tell them please turn us off. Very, we have a great crowd. I think maybe a young crowd that we want to talk to each other. That's that's the biggest complaint I've gotten in twenty years. When it's loud, I get so many complaints because they want to talk to people. Um, and uh, just have a, have a fun place where you have a dedicated area. Um, sometimes we, we go to venues in New York that give us a dedicated area, which is great because then people know it. And then we always have name tags too. You write your name on a sticker, a name tag, because people just that helps the icebreaker so much. You put your name you know, your, where you work, or that's how we do it, or just put your name, and it helps so much because then, then you're more approachable. And um, Again, people nowadays at the events they have their LinkedIn open, you know, on their phone, and they connect. They connect that way. That's easy, easy way to connect now, and it's great. And people follow up with each other and and have a good time. 
That's awesome. And remember, you mentioned it before, network is not just about a fuel or a job. It's, just, it's about just building, you, it's building your network, your, your people you know in a good way. You, you want to create positive relationships in the business world. You never know when you know, that person can help you this or, or maybe maybe to help you with market research about the Pittsburgh office market or something like that. You know, it's not just about a deal or a job. It's about just building the net, your professional network and you and then, then you're then you not stressed as much because you know you can go to so many people. Yeah, and I think another great point is like, I, I'm so, I, I really want to help people as much as possible. And I know I'm a little young and I might not have the most experience or most connections i think i have a pretty good network so far but um i mean even in my position i like to meet people just because i I'd want to help out as much in any way i can and like i think a lot of people feel that way because i mean so many people are willing to be open and give me honest advice and you know chat with me about what they did and i mean i want to pass it along and i think i'm gonna do that my my whole career for sure but um but yeah i mean i definitely like uh i want to create an environment where there's you know i can help people just by holding this networking event so now you know, I'm part of the reason why anyone meets anyone. And I just think that's a really cool um, way to add value to the industry and to, to the people you um, oh, yeah. are in your network and you enjoy. So, yeah, I really, I really love that aspect as well. Definitely. No, definitely. Yeah, great. So um, I guess I'll, we'll start winding the interview down now, but um, I want to give you our, our lightning round questions. So um, we, I got four okay. questions for you and they get increasingly more difficult. So I think hopefully you're, you can uh, you can handle it, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. But here, let's start with: if you had a superpower, um, what would that be? If you could have any superpower, superpower, <laughs> um, uh, I'd, I'd probably I'd probably be um, you know I think Superman or or just be able to fly. I love just be able to fly and see the. You see, it's funny about being commercial real estate. I'm always thinking about. Aerial view. I'm always on Google Maps. I might. I love. I would love to just be fly and just see the world in, in a real estate view, but just the beauty of, of everything. It, it, it'd be even so much better. I mean, we do it from the airplane, but just be able to do it like Superman does. You know. Yeah. Awesome. You know that's awesome. I've, I've never taken. I mean, I thought flying is a cool superpower, but I never really thought about it that way. It's kind of. <laughs> I was kind of thinking it's like you took a real estate spin to it. You're like maybe I can you know, help me make comps because I'll be able to see uh, the, the status of the roof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that thing can really help you just get flying and kind of see. Yeah, exactly. It, will, it would help in real estate. Yeah, I was thinking maybe I could be comps man where I could instantly know the value of any property. Mm. <laughs> but um, uh, that would be silly. Maybe supersonic speed or something. Um, all right. So the next one would be, what's your favorite book? Or if there's one that helped you the most, um, yeah, what would that be? That's an easy one. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's How to one. Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Um, I read it once or twice a year for the last 25 years. In fact, my book is like brown out. But it really is one of the best books. I mean, it, it's not the best title of a book when you think about it. It's not, how, it's not about winning friends. It's about how to deal with people. And that truly has, has changed my life, that book. Truly. I mean, 
you know, you, you learn how you have two ears and one mouth, you know, you, you listen, you know, and, and just that concept. And, and it's important for me to read the book twice a year so I can remember these concepts. But that's definitely my number one book. My second book is um, Mission Success by Og Mandino. Um, all, all of Og Mandino's, Mandino's books are great, but Mission Success is easily one of the top two books as well. Awesome. And yeah, How to Win Friends and Influence People is amazing. So I've read like, I think by that now it's like 45 books this year. I've just been sucking information as much as possible. And that was one of the best ones that like stuck with me the most because I just remember like, this, is, this one comes up a lot, but just answering the phone with a smile and like the, the difference that can make in t- just the whole, you know, progression of the conversation. And just, I guess, I think for me, it's just like feeling positive and happy as much as possible just by, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. starting with the smile, but just picking up the phone with a smile apparently um, has a, a lot of, it helps a lot. And I think, yeah, the, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all about enthusiasm. By the way, what we, not to interrupt, but we, what we did talk about, I question I get asked a lot is what books can you read to learn about commercial real estate? And, and there are, there are books, but I always tell people read articles. I read always, always commercial real estate articles. Um, every, every, you know, from the real deal, commercial observer, there's so many, so many out there. And they're great. I actually go to LinkedIn and just find articles that people post because that's how you learn commercial real estate is, is, is what's going on in the different markets, you know, and what's happening. I read news articles. Um, there are textbooks that go about real. I have my real estate finance textbook from business school here somewhere in my, my office. I'm in my office. Um, but, but to really learn it, it's reading articles. Yeah, I, I agree with that. About commercial real estate. Definitely. And um, Mike, or I, I read a lot of the articles that you send me every day. So um, I think that definitely helps us. Real estate's like a always changing business. And I mean, like things that were relevant even a year ago, let alone 20 years ago, are you know completely different now. It's a, it's a changing experience that or changing world that has a lot of variables that influence it. So it's definitely important to exactly. get, get the, you know, the new scoop, especially like policy and how that relates to the market at the time. And um, yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot from reading articles. I remember getting that advice a few, I guess in the middle of the summer, um, someone asked me who Jerome Powell was. I'll be, re- I'll be, be honest, I wasn't too familiar who, with who it was. Um, I mean, I thought I knew that it was, he was involved with the Fed, but didn't know. And now, I mean, I, I read, I, I mean, I listen to almost everything he, he says, yeah, just because yeah. I realized how important it oh, yeah, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. And by the way, I, I, put the, I put the other daily email every day if people want to, um, connect with me I, I put together an email with different news articles and i send out to some people you know just, just to just to learn that because that's what i try to do and sometimes you can just read headlines and and you understand you know la 50 million dollar joint venture on it you know so sometimes you can even read the headlines and, and you learn yeah we got mike's morning message always a always a highlight <laughs> um it's funny yeah. when I was in Copenhagen, it wouldn't come out. It usually you send it out like 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. When I was in Copenhagen, it would come out like after I already read some articles usually, but now when I'm in the East Coast, it's the first thing I get. So <laughs> that's awesome. And okay. I guess just to, to mention, um, I, we talked about the importance of articles, but I think that you can learn a lot about real estate through podcasts and conversations like this. It's kind of like mm-hmm. getting filled, yeah. Yeah. Or you're getting filled in on a networking call between two professionals who share a lot of similar interests with you. And um, furthermore, yep. um, I'll give a quick plug to Hunter Thompson. His uh, Raising Capital for Real Estate book was a, that's a pretty good one to learn about the, the finance side of real estate. And, um, and I guess the, the Bigger Pockets books are pretty good for 
um, entry level. Yeah. And then well, the, the, exactly. Well, well, the thing, the thing, the cool thing about the industry today, first of all, again, real estate is so diverse, it's incredible. And a lot of books out there about flipping houses or investing in real estate, which is incredible, incredible aspect of it in terms of like jobs in real estate, then and, and about jobs and and office, the office sector in New York and the retail sector in the East Coast, then that's where articles come in because you, you can understand what's going on about that. Um, and it's all, it's all, it's all great. It, it's, yeah. all, it's important to read. That's very true. And it's even cool because you get on the real deal on like commercials or you could read about specific deals that occurred in certain markets that you're interested mm-hmm. in. And that's mm-hmm. like, I've learned so much about New York from like reading articles every day on commercial observer. Like when I saw the St. John's terminal um, article, it's like, Oh, Google is coming to New York. Like that's super cool for like the office sector. And <laughs> you know, it's, it has implications. And I think it's a cool just even learn about the micro level like that. Definitely. Cool. Well, that was a, a, a tangent in the lightning round, but um, always uh, got a lot of good stuff. So I guess the, the next question would be um, what motivates you each day? You know, I, I, you know, um, it's motivated to to you know to be a good person. You know, for my family, I have a family, so we you know to support to provide for my family, and you know to help out too. You know, you live you only live once, so you know try to you know try to be the best person you can every day. You know, and uh, actually, but a cool thing that I do every I mentioned this I, I, was, I was interviewed a couple weeks ago. So, um, on January first every year, I always wake up and say. Wow, I'm going to meet so many people this year. I, I see that. I, you know, I say I want. Sorry, I want to meet so many people this year. I want to. I want to make the effort to meet people and build my network this year and every year. Um, and just I start the new year ready to go. And just you just never know. And and then you're going to meet so many great people throughout the year. It's incredible. Yeah, that's super awesome, and it's definitely. Yeah, that's a really cool aspect is, you know, meeting people is always different and like every person is different. And I think it's like, that's a really cool part about real estate that makes it so unique. It's like, you know, you're never gonna have a similar day, and especially with regards to networking, like you're going to meet so many different people and just, you never know what you can learn and what connections you can make. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really motivating too. And something I love about real estate. Cool. So the last question for you is what advice would you give to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps? My, my point says, uh, well, first of all, um, you know, again, like I, I, I forget I mentioned before, but it's great to set goals. I mean, I'm a big goal setter. And the main thing is just it, it, it's okay if things change. Like I thought I was living in Houston my whole life, you know, and I moved here, but it was the greatest, you know, it, it, life turned out great, you know. So, like, you just never know, you know, be willing to, you know, always set goals every week, every month, every year. and then willing to, to deviate if, if things happen in the world in a good way too um you just never know so just keep an open mind i think that that's the key thing in my career i and my common theme is a commercial real estate i, I didn't care if it's lending acquisition to asset management i just love being in the asset near the asset in you know with the assets and i still am and, and that's what i love about it and um you know and that's right you know i love i love being in the industry love what i do yeah, that's awesome and makes a lot of sense and appreciate you sharing. Um, I guess so, since I put you on the spot, uh, I think it's only right that I give you a chance for some revenge. So if you <laughs> feel free to ask me anything you'd, you'd want to know about me. 
<laughs> so you, uh, you know, tell me some of your goals. You know, what are you some your goals? Or actually, I'd like to know what your superpower would be, or if you if you have a one or two superpowers. All right, cool. Um, I think super speed would definitely be my superpower. Um, I've always kind of pride, like been proud of myself for my my speed and agility in an athletic sense. So kind of you know it'd be cool to extend that or like <laughs> one of my skills is, is speed and like, okay, now like let's be the, the fastest person in the world. But <laughs> I think it'd be super helpful for like, you know, like sometimes I'm just like hungry. It's like, okay, like I'm going to go get Chipotle right now. Like I'm just going to go and I'm going to be back and I'm going to eat it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> And like, I can go, Oh, I want to, I don't want to talk to Mike on the phone. How about we, you know, have an in-person meeting in like 30 minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes. And like, that'd be right, super cool too. Right, right. I think it just facilitate, yeah, you know, that would be, yeah, right. Like travel is a huge inconvenience for me sometimes. Like, I feel like it'd be really easy. Just if that wasn't a concern. So, I guess yeah, flying might help with that too, though. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I say maybe super strength too, so I can move to New Orleans, but in one speed run with all my stuff on my back instead of back and forth like a million times. But, but yeah, exactly. that would be that would be my superpower. <laughs> cool. Well, um. Well, I guess that's all the questions from me. And um, I think we learned a lot today. And that was a, it's really great to, that, I mean, I really appreciate you sharing your story. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot to learn from this conversation and um, from you in general. And I guess if you, there's any way that people could reach out to you that you want to share, um, yeah, uh, feel free to do so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they could connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always have LinkedIn open and uh, feel free to connect me on LinkedIn. If you're interested in that networking group, you could go to the website. It's just the acronym YREPNY.org, and you could click to join. It's free to join. You could click to join. I mean, again, it's mainly New York. At least our group is mainly New York, New Jersey. So it's someone who's in the tri-state area up here working. Um, but you can, you can, But we are going to have some virtual events coming up. We're probably have a virtual speaker series starting soon. So feel free to join the group anyway. And um, and please feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Yeah, and definitely recommend connecting with Mike. Um, I've learned so much, as you can already tell. But um, yeah, also, if you want a connection, you feel free to reach out to me. And if you're a New Orleans or a Tulanean um, and you want a connection, you can reach out to me. And also, if you're interested in uh, the networking group in New Orleans, I'd be happy to tell, tell you guys some more about that. So um, yeah, we got, we got a bunch of options for, for networking here. And I'm um, super excited to, to chat with anyone about that. I'm sure Mike is as well. Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, feel, feel free to connect with me and uh, look forward to chatting. Great. Well, Mike, thank you for your time. And everyone who's listening, thank you as well. And um, see you in the next episode. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm.